All right, my talkers, we made it to 4 o'clock on Wednesday. We're hanging out with Lori and Julia, having some fun. Are we not, guys? We got yeah. a lot ahead I love here. how you always make it sound like it's such an, a, a, a big deal that we got to 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Well, you know, it's you for know? some people if they're counting the hours, you know. That's right. When you want to get home, it's 5 o'clock somewhere, and you can crack that drink and sit on your couch and listen I to Lori and Julia. I love it. It just cracks me up always. Yeah, All right. right. Well, this cracked me up. Um, Today, first of all, just a um, big shout out to, um, we haven't talked to these ladies in quite a while, but Jessica and Heather, the uh, fashion website, Go F-U-G Yourself, yes, the Go Fun yes, Girls, yes, and they yes. wrote that wonderful, the, the Royal We. Yes, which we loved. That book, which was supposed to, remember, that was going to TV series. Yep, nothing. Was, nothing ever happened. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh, it I, really did, though, hearing Megan. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, anyway, I love following their thing. Anyway, one of the guys, I can't remember if it was Heather or Jessica, they went down the rabbit hole, and there's like 16 photos, and Grant posted them of various outfits that Rod Stewart has been photographed going in and out of like Heathrow in London and San Tropez, various airports over the last 50 years. I love it. It is a glorious way to waste a couple minutes at, at five revel in the hair the beautiful women the sunglasses the sunglasses oh. rod rod has continually been a fashion plate that He's got man, game for with sure. great hair and great babes he really does and what i was saying when you were showing me this is i said this is going to be a bummer because so many big celebs and musicians fly private that we don't see those airport shots like we used to Remember oh, how much we yeah. used to? Yeah, yeah. We really yeah. don't see them anymore. Well, I mean, that was such a get. Like, oh my gosh, you yeah. never get to see them because they never would do stories on them or anything. Yeah, they would well, want them. We always see someone at LAX. You do not. Everybody is flying. Um, uh, mm. um, no, you would be surprised, Joy. It is kind of a lot of money, even to fly out of that private thing. The private thing. I know. It's, it's yeah. people have money, but they don't have that kind of money. A right. lot of people. I mean, you know, we're gonna always see the BCs and Ts. <laughs> There we a go. Regular term. The EF and G's now. Right, right, right. <laughs> but anyway, it's a glorious, it's a glorious little uh, trip down uh, fashion lane. Geez, I just appreciate Rod Stewart all over again. Um, you know, his sense of style. Oh, and then fantastic. Lawmakers on Capitol Hill had a rare opportunity, Julia, to be completely bipartisan as they all had a... <laughs> Everybody, Republican, Democrat, what independent, whoever talked about, they had Ticketmaster on the hill and basically just scolded the hell out of them using lyrics to Taylor Swift, Swift songs. <laughs> and we've got, um, uh, I think this uh, Savannah from the Today Show reporting. Of course, we all remember that just two months ago, Ticketmaster essentially broke down during the pre-sale for Taylor Swift tickets, leading to a major meltdown from Swifties heard across the Internet. Well, all that bad blood culminated in a congressional hearing that left Ticketmaster defending its reputation. May I suggest respectfully that Ticketmaster ought to look in the mirror and say, I'm the problem. It's me. Tuesday's hearings might have sounded like a Taylor Swift music video. I think it's a it's a nightmare dressed like a daydream. Darling, I'm a nightmare dressed like a daydream. <laughs> but very real concerns about Ticketmaster and their parent company, Live Nation, took center stage. The fact of the matter is that Live Nation, Ticketmaster, 
is the 800-pound gorilla here. It's a monopolistic mess. Despite controlling more than 80% of the market share for major concerts, the president and CFO of Live Nation said the ticketing business has never been more competitive and addressed the ticket sale debacle that left Swift and her fans fuming. We apologize to the fans. We apologize to Ms. Swift. We need to do better. The company primarily pinned its difficulties on cyber attacks and bot traffic. This is what led to a terrible consumer mm-hmm. experience, mm-hmm. Yeah. which we yeah. deeply regret. Yeah. I mean, the Swift fan backlash no. shining a spotlight on other concerns. A lot of this, of course, came about after the Taylor Swift pre-sale. We're less focused on the specifics of the Taylor Swift situation and more trying to use this opportunity where everybody is aware that there's a lot that's broken about this industry. The spectacle had TikTokers tuning in. It allowed us to experience firsthand what the problems with monopolies can feel like. And senators acknowledging the impact of the Swift faithful. Clearly it caught the eye of many of my colleagues and made it so that we could push this hearing as soon as possible. Now, Live Nation and Ticketmaster merged 12 years ago and concerns over the company's combination of concert promotion, venue ownership and ticket sales have fans, artists and lawmakers hoping to reshape some of their influence over the music industry. Everyone's getting screwed except Ticketmaster Live Nation. (laughs) Yes. Yes. The artists, the venue and the consumers. And that is absolute BS to say it's never been more competitive. Never been more competitive with with bots and resale things, and then the fact that Ticketmaster, the more you pay for your ticket, the more your fee is. It should be set fee. Uh, it, it's just absolutely highway robbery. It yeah. just is highway consumer robbery. And well, if the government isn't in charge of fixing stuff like that, that's it feels well, do like you fraud. Think, did it feel, I mean, I didn't watch it. Well, they were beat, you know, whoever, you know, they probably, you know, made a lot of campaign donations, Ticketmaster and Live Nation. The promise was they weren't going to act like a monolithic entity and that they weren't going to choke hold and act like an eight pound. Is this going to end here? Well, I think they, they might have to break it up like they've broken up other stuff. I hope so. Yeah. I mean, it's just... It's, there's not anyone. There, it, it, there's it's a no monopoly. excuse for yeah. it. It's, it's a, a monopoly, monopoly and it's, they can't do it any other way. Plus, they own the venues. Everybody's live, getting yeah. screwed. The Live Nation combo made that the worst, worst thing, thing And that possible. was 12 years ago. Think how long it's, it's taken been, because yeah. all of us have just grumbled and complained. But the more money you pay for a ticket, the more money your fee is. It's a sliding structure. I mean, none of it... it well, none of it, it feels... Feels like the mafia, right? And you okay. know what? It feels like the mafia. The mafia is happening. Like we're all having to pay this protection money that we never asked for. That's, right. Listen, like it. anyway. But back. how about the funny thing with the songs? I lo- I absolutely love that. <laughs> I love that. And then Captain Obvious. We know this caused problems, and we want to do our oh, best to fix guy, it. That, Thank you, yeah, Captain. Yeah, the guy worked right. Ticketmaster. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, if We've you got- need, feel cleansed, look at Rod Stewart. That'll get you all happy again. There you go. <laughs> We've got random thoughts in a second. All right, everybody. Um, David Lozinski and First Equity are just champions of um, of you guys, of individuals, making sure that you get the right mortgage that fits your needs, and also giving you advice on when is the right time, what to buy, what do you need to get ready for. Um, rents are just so exorbitant, and maybe you never thought before you had a chance to be a first-time homeowner. Homeowner, owner. Call them <laughs> and find, you to say. find out. And here is 
um, Williams' review of Torben. Torben was excellent, excellent, great communication. Um, so glad I refinanced with for, with Torben. They were great. David was amazing, so helpful, and responded quickly to any questions we have. We got the best loan. Um, everything went great. Thank you, Jim and D. I mean, this is just, we get so many fun, fun testimonials from all of you. Thank you for supporting First Equity. They're here in our community, and they will do the right thing for you. They're wonderful. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay, this is just such a blast from the 14-year-ago past. Okay. When I see the name Nadia Suleiman, what oh. do I mean? Octomom. And boy, her <laughs> 14 years old. Doesn't wow. that, I mean, this grant. Wow. We were, I remember, huh? That story was unbelievable. So <laughs> happy 14th to her. Happy 14th. Eight kids. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> also, I just want to give a shout out to Let's Dish. You know, Darcy was, when she first started her store, she's, I think they have four or five locations in the Twin Cities. But if you need, you know, you've got someone who needs pre-made meals. Um, oh, yeah. They have such great, great things there. And you can either go online or go into the store. And I went to the Woodbury location today and they've got meals down for just three people. Yeah. So they're not all ginormous. So they yeah, have yeah, three yeah. and six servings. Those are scenarios by the three. Yeah. Person. So anyway, just want to give that's just a great mm-hmm. resource if you're looking for um, giving meals to someone who's in need. Yeah. Um, the uh, let's see. I just want to go back to Bobby Cannavale and Rose Byrne, mm-hmm. who were on Jimmy Kimmel last night after Julia Louis Dreyfus, mm-hmm. and Rose Byrne grew up in Australia, and the number one show in Australia was Seinfeld, mm. forever. Wow, forever. And she'd never met either of him had met. So they met Julia Louis Backstage. Dreyfus in the green room. Oh, wow. How and she was just, she said, I just fangirled. Yeah. Uh, fangirled. And yeah. they, she looked so cute in that pink dress. They were like on a date night. They looked darling, yeah. these two who are married. And they... Um, I don't know that they are married, though. Oh, you're right. They might not be, Lori. But, but they have got two boys. Kids and they've, they've got been a together a long time. Mm-hmm. He was in The Watcher. And I just will watch him in anything. I love him. He's beautiful. He was on Rescue Me way but, back in the day. Yes, so, he was. Good yeah. call Byrne, on that. Rose Byrne from Damages. I mean, oh, that's how we first met and her. If, she no, was fantastic. You know, in sometimes that show. you think of like old shows that were so good, like that was Scandal. one of the first shows on FX that yeah. was a huge hit. Was Damages? It's so good with Glenn Close and Rose Byrne. That was just phenomenal. And it wouldn't go out of style because it's about legal corruption. You know, all those things that never go never, out of style. Yeah. Never goes out of style. And never, William yeah. Hurt was on it. Yes. And you know, I went back. Um, over the holiday, I don't know if I told you guys this. I watched the Madoff, oh yeah, updated oh. Madoff thing on Netflix. I hear great. I've heard great things. Lori, good. We were obsessed with this. Remember? Oh yeah, we, we had were. the brown paper bag lady on the people who lost all their yes, money from it. Yes. But looking at it now, fifteen years later, whatever it is, ten years later, it's amazing how easy it is to con people. If you look the part, act the part, and name drop enough, it's and, unbelievable. And how tragic it was for the people in the funds, but also for his children, who had oh, yeah. nothing to oh, do my with gosh. it. Yeah. And they both are dead. And right? the mom is still alive. Yeah. It, I mean, that that made off thing works. It's like four parts on Netflix. Yeah. It's the re it's so good. 
Okay, other things that are happening mm-hmm. is um, you can get the new um, Fenty Rihanna Game Day Essentials in her Super Bowl collection. So she's come out with a limited lipstick. Nice. On one side, it has looks like a, a football. She's got a little bag that's clear that you can bring to games. Mm-hmm. She's got a Super Bowl shape, a football shape sponge. What a great idea! I know it. And it would be kind of a fun gift How to give someone. It? Um, it is. 35? Yeah, it 50, doesn't even say. Doesn't even say. It's a, it's available, but it's the Fenty um, Super Bowl collection. Okay. Collection. Um, other things that are happening is that Minnesota. Oregon, Iowa, Kansas, and North Dakota have something in common. Which is? These are the five fastest talking states. This blows me away because you would think it would be East Coast states. Because they seem to talk so fast over the Boston, New York. Yeah. It is Minnesota's number one. Wow. Oregon. Wow. Iowa, wow. Kansas, and North Dakota. So three of them in the Midwest. Uh, it must be the um, that old Scandahoovian, you know, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what it sounds like we're singing up and down, up and down, and people can't follow it. Yes. Um, I don't know. I just, this came across today, um, the machine and you know how we've heard of quiet quitting. Yeah. You know, where you just kind of don't do anything you don't want to do. I don't the latest wanna, is yeah, rage yeah. applying. Oh no. I know. Fine. <laughs> if you need a new word. I don't like any of them. All right. Quiet quitting is just <laughs> not doing your job. Not anymore. doing your yeah. job. And I not mean, doing anything to see if you get fired, if anyone will notice. <laughs> yeah. That to me is quiet quitting. It's mm-hmm. been going on for a long time. For a long time. time. Yeah. People are, will skate. Right. And this really is so will. funny that this applying for many as many jobs. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash LJPod50 and use code LJPod50 to get 50% off. That's code LJPod50 at factormeals.com slash LJPod50 to get 50% off. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Jobs as possible now has a title called Rage Applying. I just call that looking for a job. You're right, right. But now it has a title. Right. But who's going to use the title? Not me. Mm-hmm. I can assure you that quietly quitting has never come out of my mouth before today. <laughs> ever, ever, ever. I mean, just like me, you've not even really, we've talked about it in the double wide. We're like, 
everything's got to have a you know a name, a name or and a title. And it used to just be you just. And sometimes, I mean, I remember having a couple of jobs, and I was like, I hope they fire me. I hope they understand that I'm not doing my job. I'm having as much fun as possible. And I was on an expense account. I've never had that feeling. Traveling. I've never had that. I hope they fire me. Oh. Yeah, I didn't really even care, you know, because I was having fun. I was on an expense. I thought, I wonder if they're going to catch on that I'm really not doing anything. You're so funny. Lori, you always did something. You always met your quotas and everything. Well, yeah, I know. I know I did. Don't dismiss yourself because you did, but you didn't like the jobs. It wasn't that. No, I couldn't believe I was getting paid to go to all these cities and stay at fancy hotels and go out to dinner and drinks. And I mean, you brought in the clients. I mean, this is what we did. That's how business used to be done. Yeah, I, guess. I loved it and miss I, it. Same, Ex- miss it excessively. Grant, I'm glad Grant I got sold. to do it. I was so good at it. Oh yeah, it's. I learned it's how to skill. golf for for business that's, because there were so many scrambles. Well, that's why. Oh well, yeah, I'm excellent on a scramble. I am a good scramble person because I am. I clutch when I, you need to be. I'm yeah. very good with the putter, Grant. Yeah. Very very good with mm. the putter, and I am very so, good with that little. You know, Chip. chipper. The chipper. Yeah, yes. so you're, you'd be a considered a ringer then, yes. Yeah, and, and, and I can, I'm good on a three par with my big, my big one wood. And you, you're right. <laughs> a lot of business, a lot of business is done on the golf course, and that is exactly well, why. Well, in the travel, there were always some, ho- there were always hospitality yep. scrambles being hosted by somebody, so and it was fun. like, yeah. I, I went and took lessons with my girlfriend, JJ, at Meadowbrook. Yeah. And the guy, I was like 30 years old, Sandals and he Park. had the golf club on my head, and just yelled at us for like six weeks straight mm. about, you know. Yeah. He was kind of a drill sergeant. Well, they kind of have to be. Yeah, yeah. no, I prefer that than people who sport. sit and talk about themselves and then teach you something and then talk about themselves forever. Oh, yeah, no, he really, I felt like I knew, and I remember we told him, we are golfing for work, mm-hmm. not for fun. We are going to, we need to golf with guys and we just need to be a good scramble player. Business leagues kept our golf course alive in its last seven years. Cargo Women's League, thank yeah. you very much. We they were out so there. Every, I mean, yeah. they, the, the business women's leagues and senior men's leagues kept us alive. Yeah. And my grandpa got into the golf business because of all the business he did with Tonka Toys overseas. And they did so much business yeah. on the golf course there. That's why he brought the golf course. Do you remember our little golf league? I don't think you did it very much. I but did. Shamrock yes. up in Corcoran. Yeah, oh, Shamrock. I love, love that, that place. place. Is course. it still yes. open? Yes, Shamrock. Rock is That's still so open. I'm so glad. That was beautiful. And I had my own golf league at Presswood. Yes, you did. Which I certainly loved. Yes. Lori and Julia here with Ann Tressler of Tressler Law. Now, Ann, we've heard that January has one of the highest rates for divorce filings than any other month of the year. And I'm wondering, is this because of the holidays, because of the new year starting? What's the deal? I think it really is affected by the holidays. I think a lot of people who are at a difficult point in their life try to maintain status quo for the sake of the children and the family during the holidays. They get through it and they kind of say, this is kind of my last straw. I need to move on. And again, you have your New Year's resolutions and it's the idea that now I I can make those changes I need to and make a fresh start in my life. And if some of our people listening are thinking about divorce, what should their next steps be? Well, I really encourage people to start educating themselves. Start really gathering information and knowledge of their financial circumstances. A lot of people rely on the spouse to take care of it. Start educating yourself on that to be prepared. It'll also be more cost-effective during the divorce proceeding. Call Tressler Law for your free one-hour divorce consultation. Find them online at TresslerLaw.com or use my talk keyword divorce. Okay, uh, I was very excited to to uh, see this um, this afternoon or late morning when it was posted. So 
We have talked about the author Taylor Jenkins Reed since I went on vacation. I swear it was like eight years ago going to Hawaii and I picked up based on the beautiful cover, the trade paper rack, the seven husbands of Evelyn Hugo. Yep. And that got us going because it's this amazing cover, this woman in the screen. And, And we have been fans and I think we've had her on our show once. For, I'm looking at the book covers. For, um, I swear we had her on for Daisy Jones and the Six. I don't think we did. We'd have to go back and, and look. That would be very hard to do. But yeah, we, we read, but we, we love her But we did have her on once. Donnie managed to get her on once, and I just don't know. I, I, know it, I think it could have even been The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, because I have the hardback book. Maybe it and was. And I wouldn't have bought that. Yeah, it, it, maybe you know, it was, because I, that book yeah. had come out like maybe nine months or something yeah. before that. So. Anyway, so we, but we've never had her on again, and she just became like a huge successful author. Malibu Rising, Daisy Jones and the Six, which when that came out, that became just a Reese Witherspoon snatched it up, Hello Sunshine, Mm -hmm. and um, we knew that the filming on this was going to start like April of 2020. Yeah. And we had always known that Riley Kehoe was cast as Daisy Jones. Is that how you Jones. say it instead of Riley Kehoe? Kehoe. Oh, I thought you said Kehoe. Kehoe. <laughs> like, oh, Kehoe. <laughs> you do say O on then. Kehoe. Okay. Um, was cast, and that's Lisa Marie Presley's daughter, Priscilla and Elvis's granddaughter. And it got, you know, nothing was happening um, with this because, um, you know, that we had COVID and everything, and we were like, Really hoping because so many shows that were supposed to start filming, yes, they they just went away. Yes, they did. Those pilot, those things just went away. We're like, oh, this this is going to be too good. Well, we've seen stills from that. We saw um, street scenes like in an L.A. and New York of mm-hmm. the, Riley and some of the because remember this is a very female centric story about the four women. Yes, the the main character is Daisy, played by Riley. And we finally got a trailer. Daisy Jones and the Six have arrived. This trailer looks so good. It really. It looks. It really does. It. I mean, you know, we were praying. We hoped it would be good. You know, it was a lot of, you know, the delay and everything. But this trailer told us exactly what we should get excited about. It just was so, I thought it was so compelling. And, um... Of course, it's heavy on Riley because that's the point. But um, it's just accepting she is the thing, and we're gonna. Oh, it just looks so. Okay, can I just tell you something? When does it start, Lori? Okay, so this is going to air on Amazon on March third, I believe, is what it is. Okay, so it's a. I think it's a ten episode series. That's what they've done with the book, and I think that is absolutely uh, perfect and. Um, Reese Witherspoon, like I said, is producing this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They've had a lot of time in the editing room <laughs> to get the story right and everything. But I mean, it's the earth tone seventies. It's screaming fans. It's the. I mean, I love the era of the seventies. You know. Do. Okay, so I got to tell you something. So recently, so March third, this is going to start. Yeah. I read Karen Soto is back, and that came out last year. And oh, that's wonderful. Taylor's other book about but tennis. That was great. I've been misled because someone led me to believe on this app 
that another new book of hers was out, and it's called After I Do. Mm. Now I'm just looking up her books. It came out in 2014, and I'm pissed. I paid full price. Oh, no. Um, but I do want to say something about that book. Don't. What? Don't read it. The 2014 one? Yeah, After I Do. It's just such a drag. Well, I mean, you it's know, yeah, just read from 11, uh, Evelyn Hugo and forward. That's what I, I say. I think you're right, Lori, because yeah. I just Because I book. also liked her Malibu Rising. Oh, that was that fantastic. Was a good, that was a good story, She's too. She's great. She's yeah. great. But anyway, take a look at Daisy Jones and the Six. I mean, I just really hear Riley, you know, new mom, and then her mom just died, and she probably was like, uh, uh, you know, really... Because it is ironic to look at Riley Keough playing this, you know, goes from nobody to being a superstar in the 70s. Yeah. 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 It's kind of like her grandfather. Yeah. 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 So this was all this trailer was always going to drop today. And then um, bang, you guys, SNL on Saturday night. It was the first SNL of 2023. It tied a health. It tied with Dave Chappelle's. Uh, f- 4.8 after the election in 2020. It was that good. Well, and everyone loves her. Everyone, and White Lotus, she's so hot. Aubrey has a lot of fans she's for so a lot funny. of reasons. Oh, Parks and Rec. Yes. She, she was his, I mean, she is a great, just, that's like who she is. Yeah. You know, sketch comedy. think about it. The only sketch she wasn't in was the Black Lotus. Yes. And she brought all her, the, <laughs> the White Lotus fans. And that skit was so, so good. And I never really understood why the Property Brothers and Tony Hawk's Played in, but I mean, you know, the mighty sexy Sharon Stone, uh-huh. Tracy, like you said, Tracy Poehler rolling in as character, but Amy yeah. Poehler, Tracy's cousin. Yeah, Tracy's cousin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, so Aubrey really brought it. I hope her agent is getting more money for everything she's that she's so doing. She's so funny. Yeah. I absolutely love it. Yeah. Well, tonight there's a new thing that's premiering on Hulu that sounds kind of fun. And it's a British comedy, and it's called Extraordinary. And it's um, a show about it's got, uh, young people with superpowers could leave you cold, but it's a cheeky comedy twist about one young woman in London who lacks a special superpower. So everybody gets a superpower when they turn 18, mm-hmm. but she's 25 and she still doesn't Isn't have it. And it's supposed to be extremely funny. And it's called Extraordinary, and it's on Hulu. So it premieres tonight. They're taking a page from your extraordinary attorney, oh. Woo. Oh, still love that. <laughs> no. nice. I, I still love that. Did you show. finish The Glory? Yes. How about that? Now, that show is coming back. They filmed that back to back. So it's coming back like March 23rd. I've started a the new Revenge. one, but I can't remember the name of I'm into these K dramas. Yeah. Oh, I love the, the K dramas. I watched Accused, the two episodes back to back. That Grant watched. Yes. Mm-hmm. So good. I know, right? And I have not seen, because the new one was on last night. It was so good. It was directed by Marley Matlin, or as Julia likes to call it. Marley Matan. Marley Matan. Um, (laughs) And it was about, you know, it was about surrogacy. Mm -hmm. And it was about a deaf child and all the acting. It was closed caption. It was... and Marley, it was, but that show and the the first one, Michael Chiklis. Oh, the first one the, was dark, but really, really good. You know, like his intuition of what he was suspecting, and so yeah. you you see the accused and the crime, or what you think you know, 
kind of gets told in flashbacks. So it's sort of law and order, but in a different direction. Different order. Mm-hmm. And, exactly. But Do you anyway, start from the ending and go back to the beginning? Kind of? I don't know. It's just once a week on Fox. <laughs> yeah. you know, Michael Chiklis and Jill Hennessy were in the first episode, then the second episode. And the first one, they didn't really... It's the crime the hadn't been committed. Done. Yeah, it's one and done. But the crime okay. hadn't been committed, but they lead you to believe that something is going to, and then they give you all of these ideas shocking. as to why it could happen, yeah. and very, oh very shocking. Very yeah, good. Yeah, and then with everything that's going on in the real world with the mass shootings and that's stuff, why that, that really... That first episode really hit hard, did it not? I mean, it, it really, really applied did. to what we're going through currently. Right. It, it kind of gave... Um, uh, you know, just a, a different visual than what we've had to look at in the news, kind of oh. on a TV show. Yeah, uh, yeah I yeah. just thought it was a terrific show. It's good. I love that. Yeah, yeah you got to check. You'd like it. it. Check it out. It's yeah. good. Yeah, and then I never would have thought, you know, we'd uh, see the day that Paris Hilton became a mom. Ah, uh, yes. Congrats. I wonder, you know, if the DJ has got to be getting cut back. All that DJ stuff. Oh, of course she is, Lori. <laughs> they, she, she's got a baby boy, uh, even though she just told us. A few weeks ago that she had a few pandemic embryos on ice. Uh, a baby was born via a surrogate. <laughs> I'm sure Kim Kardashian uh, told her, you know, consulted with her. And there's a little tiny baby hand for proof. It's so cute. Yeah. I'm kind of excited for, I mean, this woman was the hardest work, working woman. I mean, she was the beginning of that's That's hot. You know what? Okay. I like her. Can I just bring up something, though, that something potentially awkward? Okay. That is awkward. Okay. Um, it's the, the, is that Carter Her has husband, a 10 year old daughter with this gal who was a short lived reality show, a show star on a show that I watched called Secrets of Aspen. And they have a daughter together that he pays money. Of course, it's his daughter. But the, he, he doesn't have, have a relationship. He doesn't with her. have a relationship, which with I think her. is so odd. Yeah, isn't that? Well, yeah. I feel, and like, I just wonder, like, what he will and Paris have, have agreed. Like Paris, I could see her magically pretending that this girl doesn't exist. Well, her husband does. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, right. he's following his lead. Right. I, I think that would be extremely. You know, we talk about he's Amy seen Roberts her once con- since she was born. Yeah, that's, and we don't know the circumstances. It could have been, she could have trapped him. I mean, you don't know anything. And he said, fine, have the baby and I'll pay. But I, I don't like you. I I mean, you do not know. But at the end of the day, I bet that turns around somehow, some way. I hope she doesn't name him Sliving or anything, which she's tried to make that happen for several years now. Sliving? Like, what is sliving? Slaying and living. Oh, sliving. No, no, she won't. She, no, she has seriously been hashtagging sliving. Grant, back me up here. For several years, she's tried to make sliving a thing like that. Couldn't hot. she make it be like some takeoff <laughs> of Hilton? Sliving doesn't even feel good slithering out of your tongue. Sli- no. no. It wouldn't be a nope. takeoff of Hilton, like um, Hilti or... Archibald. Oh, uh, what if she names him Conrad? Oh, please. After her grandfather. Well, yeah. I mean, I it's know. a family name. Yeah. Anyway, congratulations, Paris. Oh, you now okay. you're now the oldest mom in the group How with the youngest she? baby. The oldest. Mom. No, I'm just telling her that she's got to get used to that. You know that the other 41 year olds, their children are now like 10, 9, 8. You yeah. Know? 
She's going to be the older mom. She's going to, she's going to. That isn't even old. Think yeah, of, I'm just that saying. That is not even. She will feel as old as her big feet just to stay at the <laughs> Size place. 14. <laughs> Size 14. You're so. Oh, you're, by the way, Sliving made it to the Urban Dictionary. It's it. it. I know. It's, she did it's it there. It's, it's there. there. But I never hear anyone. I'm just like, please don't name this kid Sliving. <laughs> <laughs> don't name. I don't want to Sliving. Clean and living. Sliving. Do you ever Sliving? I, I am not Sliving. It sounds gross. It sounds like a booger. Okay. I've got a sliving booger. Okay. All right. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we've got a Hollywood speak. And um, we have a good one, Laurie. Something that you've been calling forever. And it's true. Okay. Laurie and Julia here. We know it's January. And if you're like us, you might want to look at brightening things up. And at Chanhassen Dinner Theater, there's a great choice. There's literally something for everyone coming to the main stage On February 10th is the Tony Award-winning musical comedy, The Prom. And Chan Hassan does the big, splashy shows so well. And this is a brand new one, fresh off Broadway. Chris Hewitt saw this on Broadway in March of 2019. And he said, this is the most fun. He said, it's wonderful. It's based on a true, true story. It's contemporary. It's super funny. Great music, great dancing. And it's also a very touching story of acceptance and kindness. The Prom. We're going to be at opening night. I can't wait. Love Letters with Don Shelby and Nancy Nelson. They're back for eight shows in February. Go, it's they're wonderful. And also, they have um, great tribute concerts. Alabama, yes, Dave Matthews Band, and Stevie Ray Comedies every um, weekend. For tickets, visit ChanhassenDT.com. What is the meaning of this? Okay, Lori. Uh, this okay, is Julia. Okay. This is Chelsea Handler uh-huh. saying... Um, she um, didn't realize she was taking Ozempic. 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 The and diabetes that is, drug? Yeah, the diabetes weight loss drug. She didn't realize she was taking that. It's a diabetic medication that's been found to cause weight loss. Yes. And so she says, my anti-aging doctor just hands it out to anybody, right? Obviously, now I can't say her name, but I didn't even know I was on it. She said that her doctor said the medication was good if she wanted to drop five pounds. Who doesn't want to drop five pounds? At the time, she knew she was taking semaglutide, which is another name for Ozempic. Um, So that's why people can say they're not on Ozempic. They're taking the off-brand. She had no idea until a friend enlightened her. Oh, my gosh. She says, I came back from my vacation. I injected myself with it because you have to give yourself a shot like a diabetic. Um, I went to lunch with a girlfriend a few days later, and she was like, I'm not really eating anything. I'm so nauseous. I'm on Ozempic. And and Chelsea says, I was like, I'm kind of nauseous, too. But I had just come back from Spain, and I thought I was jet lag. I'd been there for like a month, white privilege, she goes on to say. But she just went on to say... That she had no idea that she, she had was on no her. idea. What did she think she was giving herself injections for? Like attitude. Oh, like for some some kind of like a vitamin B twelve thing. No, she, but she, she said taking? she knew it was a weight loss thing, but oh. it didn't. She wow, never knew it was wow, diabetic thing. Wow. She never knew it was Ozempic. Oh my gosh! And she described the medication as a miracle. That's too good to be true. Because you have diarrhea the whole time you have well, it? Well, and then she goes, I'm not on it anymore. That's too irresponsible. I'm a responsible drug user, but I'm gonna. I'm not going to take a diabetic drug. Yeah. For, for, you know, so anyway, she just basically said. We might be said, really shocked when we go to Hollywood this weekend, Julia, and see all these skinny people. They're even thinner than before. Oh, um, Rosie O'Donnell might be on it. My appetite has decreased significantly. It's probably the meds. 
and I'm trying to move more. Oh, I wish they'd have a show with Joan Sunday. Her, char- her character on uh, American Gigolo. Oh. Rosie O'Donnell's character. I never she, even finished that. Thing. Oh, you did, but she was the best. She was the Joan best. Sunday, Detective Joan Sunday, right? She was a BA in that. She was yeah. really badass. Yeah, yeah, she well, was. This is how we found out about Botox. It was used for other yeah. things. This is how we found out about Latisse for our eyelashes growing because right. they used it as a drug right. for your eyes. Right. I mean, it's kind of funny. This is how they found out about Viagra. Yeah. You know, it was a heart drug. Right. And then it gave you know, people it, boners right. and more blood flow. Right. So this is how. Drugs, new drugs are right. kind of. So, do you think they're going to try and get this be an FDA weight loss? But I don't. I don't know. This seems like uh, I don't want to give myself wanna, shots. Yeah, I don't want to give myself shots unless it's for fertility and or something. And I important. already have a bubbly stomach enough as it oh, is. Oh, you couldn't handle this. I, a gal who love would love to drop five pounds like that. Mm. I refuse. Okay. I won't go on this. I All just. Right. Uh, Lauren Sanchez is giving an interview where she Jeff Bezos gal. Yes, Jeff, Be- Jeff Bezos, the side piece who's mm-hmm. longtime girlfriend now. Uh, she's giving an interview and she talked about how um, she was almost hired for the View. Oh, she was. Yeah. What year? Uh, Barbara was still oh, there. Okay, back in the day. Back in the day, and someone didn't like her. Uh, but the <laughs> thing that the thing that I went forward to. Was in her interview where she told, um, and it's the Wall Street Journal magazine that mm-hmm. she's giving the interview. She said, um, on a typical Saturday, we're just hanging out. You know, we're having dinner with the kids. We're like the Brady Bunch. With, with a ton of money. we're like the Brady Bunch with so much money right we are the Brady Bunch on steroids and Carol um what was what was the name of the dad is the side piece because the whole point of the married the Brady Bunch is it's two people come together with their families right but they've been widowed whatever Lori I'm just saying it's 20 23. I know, but I'm just saying that sometimes, remember, everybody's kids were older. At least Bezos' kids were like in high school and college. I think hers were younger. I think she's Maybe. younger. Yeah, yeah, I know she is. I'm just I'm just saying that if you want to get technical, that Carol... Apparently you do. They were widowed. Mm-hmm. And Carol didn't work yeah, outside of the home. That's right. Anyway. Whereas, what's her we're name? We're like did? the Brady Bunch. I'm sure that people remember? were spitting in their coffee. How about the fact that, let's revisit the fact that her brother... Turned in the pictures of Jeff Bezos. He sold Wiener. them. Sold them to the National Enquirer. Yeah. That was Hollywood. That was scandalous. Is a dirty town of you know, like people turn on each other. Family and members. I know, but but like he was in a Hollywood business, and I mean, she was in Hollywood business. I know she flew helicopters. Um, it's just hashtag cool. who's Larkus. Um, Larkin, Sorkin. For us, I have no idea. Larsa Pippen and Michael Jordan's son, Marcus. Is that Larkus? Anyway, she dragged him on in their Instagram official. And this is, this is, this feels so ishy because Larsa Pippen was married to Scottie Pippen, who was a teammate of Michael Jordan. Those two had beef. Well, they had beef 
over the 2020 ESPN docuseries, The Last Dance. But I think, Grant, Lars, did they have beef before that? No. Nah, it was, was it not when they were teammates? They were good teammates. They were yeah. friends, but they weren't, you know, the best of friends because all the attention went to Michael. And right. that has gotten worse, like you said, over the years. And right. since The Last Dance documentary, it got worse. And now this is the icing on the, the cake. The documentary. I would, so right. she yeah. poses in front of Michael Jordan a flower <laughs> jersey and says checks over stripes as she's there got her arms around his son um, yeah oh weird and and says um and checks is the nike and adidas you know it's nike adidas stripes oh that's what the reference is checks and versus stripes stripes I, I, adidas has the three stripes in the okay. it's a huge bleep you to scotty which she always you know anyone who watches the real housewife of uh, Miami, Miami, you know she knows him. what a horrible person is, and she blatantly lies about her Brazilian butt lift. I mean, there is <laughs> she looks nothing like the woman she looked like even five years ago. I mean, she's just. I hate when someone is so obviously surgical, and they don't admit to their surgeries, and they don't admit it. Like we've got eyes, Larsa, and mm-hmm. she now. She's just so full of lies because, you know, she began dating Scotty in 95, married him in 97. You cannot tell me there were not Chicago family, you know, dinners or Sunday things where they the families didn't get together. He's so much younger than she is. He's 32 and she's 48. I love how old you are by this one. Well, it's disgusting because it feels like she's doing, doing it, it on for purpose. all the exactly. wrong reasons to get like, back at her ex-husband and maybe to get it's like her affair with malik beasley she had a thing with tristan thompson mm-hmm. uh what do these people see in her grant i mean I she she's beautiful in a sense she's yeah, a beautiful way, woman yeah. i don't know her as a person oh, she's, the, but, but what i've heard from you and seen she's from TV, a genuinely she's, terrible person that's what i was gonna say she seems like a terrible person but beautiful to look at she but, but she really isn't because it's just like it it's uh, my gosh i don't know how a young man like if i were michael jordan's son lucas how i could sit there and knowing that my dad's friend teammate i just the this, mother of this my, has to be a revenge factor from one of them yeah. there's got to be a revenge factor from one party here yeah her. absolutely her it's her she's she's, just, she's genuinely terrible <laughs> she's okay you're you're so funny I I want oh my gosh you're so well, funny I mean she's posing I know that's what she uses for Instagram well, checks versus stripes Over. is a complete arrogant comment because yes. it's you're going Jordan versus Pippin I mean it's just it's just a childish way to even express your uh, allegiance to one side of this so-called relationship it's terrible yeah it's gross well, people like me if i was looking at it i'd have no idea what a check and a stripe meant in that and i would just say oh well, i'm glad whatever. we had grant to help us hollywood yeah. sports speak yeah, a little accident and i'm sports. just telling you as someone who's watched every episode of miami and i've talked about this with Brittany, larsa is a genuinely terrible person shame okay. <laughs> i'm shame. telling you Oh, gosh. I think we're giving away Medanic tickets next hour. Stay with us.